another episode of the Hofbro Podcast. It's your boy, Shaka Bob. We got Jefferson, as always. And we also got a special guest, our boy, Ernesto, studying for law school. What's up, Ernesto? You want to introduce yourself? What's good, fellas? Yeah, I'm Ernesto, um, studying for law school essentially right now. Just finished up at Cal Poly a couple years back. And yeah, I trade like you guys. <laughs> yeah, so nice. today, today we're going to be talking about more Dogecoin because that's what everybody fucking loves to talk about. We're going to talk about Ethereum in general. Um, and we brought Ernesto because he fucks around too. So we wanted to hear, you know, how he got started into this and when he's going to retire, which is soon because of how much he's made off, off Doge. So, yeah, <laughs> dude, Ernesto is already on the moon, dude. Like 100%. Dude, no. Like, come up here, bro. It's lit. (laughs) No, I might be jumping off the bridge soon. So, because you saw basically the screenshot I posted on Twitter of that of uh, Doge shit. I did. So, so I got into Doge in what December, December of last year, because it had like one day where it like popped off, and I was like, oh, this is a fucking meme coin. Like, I could see this going up like easily. So I got in on it, and then that other time that it pumped up was what like two three months ago where it got to like eight cents yeah and dogecoin i sold everything is, Do- dogecoin is fucking uh is the cryptocurrency that everybody's talking about but yeah so what happened so it pumped up and then you sold why'd you sell? it pumped up in it just because i was like dude this is a joke like it's literally a joke coin like i literally got in on it because i was like oh it's funny like yeah i could i could see it easily because i got in at less than I got on at less than a cent. It was like 0.003 or some shit. Holy shit. That I got in at. So I got in hell early. So that's nice. why I'm just like, damn. Like, shit really know, is a bull. I didn't know you sold, dude. I didn't know that either. Holy moly. I thought this dude was already on the moon. Wait, yo, so, no. so, um, so you sold um, when it hit that surge and got to like eight or? Um, yeah, so I okay. sold at that surge at eight and I kept some. I kept some in it. Okay. But, so I still have like a decent amount, but like nowhere. So I started off with like what I initially bought in like 40,000 shares and I bought in another like 60. So I had like a thousand, a hundred thousand shares and average cost of like three cents or something. Nice. And then I sold probably like 60, 70% of it when it hit that eight, eight cents. Mm-hmm. That's when my stop loss triggered. Cause it went up to 10. Then I like, move my stop loss so it hit eight cents and then right it triggered right then and there so now this is at 25 30 dude and i was like damn did you see <laughs> did you see that one morning it hit like 40 cents yeah yeah 47 cents dude <laughs> i was in disbelief i was like oh my goodness so yeah dude our story um so rob and i got in at like seven cents that's when we were just like let's just do it right and i i, I like went into rob's room and i was like yo we gotta buy because i'm trying to go to the moon and he was like, he was like, he was like, everybody's saying it's going to get to a dollar. I was like, I believe it's going to get to a dollar. And then he's like, he's 420, like, bro. 420, is that when it's hitting? That's what they're saying, that 420 is Doge Day. <laughs> oh, wait, okay, fuck? then I got more questions coming up. Oh. The ultimate meme coin. <laughs> I know, right? What is this? Is that like the whole like cloud like meme? that exactly posted yeah so you see like the cloud meme with the freaking doge right there yeah mm-hmm. they're saying 420 is doge day okay like everybody D-day. mark your calendars <laughs> yeah. 420 roll them blunts and roll the dice with some doge <laughs> <laughs> i believe it dude as a joke like um, i like <laughs> i'm still in disbelief myself i just like yeah prevent myself from just 
throwing myself off this balcony right here. <laughs> well, dude, if you, if you know that it's going to go up, you should definitely buy in some more because. No, I did. Yeah. That was my so next question. I, yeah. So I bought that dip that because you saw crypto yesterday, everything tanked. Like Bitcoin oh, went from 60 to 51 like that. Ethereum went from 25 to like 20, uh, 2000. Yeah. Yeah, so it, it fluctuates, bro. Yeah, it fluctuates. So people are gonna sell. Some people are, and me and Dan talked about this, but people are like day trading this shit. So yeah, buying, you know, and selling super fucking quick, and so that's why it's like causing these like massive dips. It's not like there's any news coming out of like Bitcoin is fucking flawed or some shit. You know, it's just like it's literally just people fucking around and messing with the market. But that, I mean, that shit happens, you know. Yeah, yeah, I know. It's these pumping up schemes. Yeah, dude. So you said you jump back in. Um, what what's your goal? Is it still a dollar? Like for you, like if it's a dollar, you'll pull out and be content, or like, like yeah. What are your thoughts around that? Like now that you're back in, you always say that. It's like I always give myself like a target price of something, and yeah. then it's like, then what I end up doing is like I adjust my like stop loss. So it's like okay, like if it hits ninety cents and everything sells, that's cool. But let me just ride it out. Mm-hmm. So like like my whole strategy, like in trading in general is like, as the stock's going up or anything crypto or anything, as it's continuously going up, I'm like continuously adjusting my stop loss. So it's like, so I would love for it to hit a dollar, but if it does hit a dollar, I'm like, fuck it. Let me write out some more. Like, (laughs) so yeah, that's again, it's like, once you hit it, you want more. Yeah. No, we're all greedy, dude. (laughs) Dude. And Daniel and I talked, Daniel and I talked about this on the last podcast, but, uh, this is really just showing the power of the people, you know? So hundred percent talked about the game stock shit that happened, um, where it surged like crazy. People, people are waking up, dude. Cause it's like, what happened with GameStop, these huge institutions are doing, there's a like GameStop every day on the stock market that people like in these institutions are just pumping the fuck up. Yeah, so the people are finally waking up. Yeah. Yeah, dude. And that's why, uh, these platforms make it easy for people to fucking invest. So did you buy Doge through Robinhood or some other one? Yeah, through Robinhood, because that's the only place that I could find it on. Oh, yeah, that's true, huh? I think it is. Yeah, yeah like, I, I know Weeble just got it, like, what, yesterday? Mm. Yeah, and I heard um, that Coinbase is actually going to pick it up, too. So Yeah. That Did you guys strictly use Robinhood? Uh, yeah, I'm on Robinhood in, in Coinbase right now. Okay, yeah, cool. Same. How about you, Rob? Yeah, same. Robinhood, Coinbase. I have most of my investments in Robinhood. But I do have uh, some Ethereum in Coinbase specifically because if I want to buy shit like NFTs or digital art, it's got to be linked through Coinbase or some other one. Yeah, you with really your digital wallet. Yeah, you can't really do it through, through Robinhood. So I have, uh, I have some in Coinbase too right now. Yeah. Yeah. But it's going good, man. I mean, I, I check this shit every day. I know some people say like, you shouldn't do that. But dude. It's just like you, we talked about, right? It's like a little bit of gambling. You look at it and you're like, yeah. you just you wake up happy or sad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You're like, what the fuck happened? Or you're like, what the fuck happened, bro? It's lit. <laughs> Dude, yeah. So I've noticed this. And it's probably just the case. Like, you know how like crypto, like it sort of dips on the weekends? Yeah. Dude, yeah. So I always make an effort and it's so hard for me not to check on the weekend. Like this morning I woke up and I was going to check like Bitcoin and I was like, no, I'm not going to get upset. I'm not going to lose my, lose my cool. But it's always come uh, cool. Like going into Tuesday. Cause that's usually, at least for me, when I notice it, like start to pick up if it's a good week. Um, but yeah, man, I, I try not to check mine like every day. 
it's just sketch. That's the only thing that's sketchy about crypto. It's like, it's 24 seven. It's like, you could be dead asleep at 3.30 AM. Then all of a sudden you either see a pump or you see a freaking dump. And it's like, holy shit. Pump. Exactly. And that, that's how I felt when I woke up that one day, like at seven and I was like, wait, it was at 40, like an hour ago. Yeah. Like, and you feel like going. shit. It's like, oh, dude. Yeah. You just missed all that excitement. But um, yeah. Yeah. What about you, man? Like in the world of like NFTs, like, um, like, I guess, what are your thoughts on it? And like, do you see yourself like going and buying some NFTs or um, making some or minting them? And, and then do a quick refresh on NFTs, Daniel. What, what was that? Do, do a refresh on NFTs. Oh, okay. Yeah. So like for anyone listening that is not sure what an NFT is, um, it's a non-fungible token. And basically in simple, plain like definition, it's digital collectibles. So um a digital art piece, uh, an audio file, a video file. Um, it just helps you with blockchain technology nowadays. It can help you, um, I guess, like digital receipts and you can have your actual digital collectible. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, and if, exactly. if you want to like sort of like a deep dive into it, um, our other episode, WFT, our NFTs, we go over that. Yeah. Not super in detail because we don't really know, but, but we yeah. try. Yeah. The blind <laughs> leading the blind. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, man, so do you fuck around with like have you bought any nfts or is there anyone that you're looking out for specifically i personally have never bought nfts i was like just in the whole crypto space and everything like i don't know call me a boomer i guess i was like a super skeptic on bitcoin on all this shit like nice. super skeptical like i remember seeing bitcoin like at five six grand and i was like this shit's really at five thousand dollars like what now you see it at like 60 yeah, so it's like crazy so again, I don't understand it to the extent, but it's like, it makes sense. It's like, why isn't a digital piece worth more than a card? Like, I guess a card's a physical, tangible item, but that's the whole thing with NFTs, non-fungible. However, I do love the platform that NFTs are made on, like Ethereum, like, because it's not only just collectibles and stuff. I think they're going to get into the whole finance thing and just break that market. So in terms of buying a house, anything, just... Damn, that'd be sick, bro. Because it's instant and it's like everything, it's been backwards for so long. So I think that this is how like just crypto space in general, like all these institutions, like when something IPOs, like Coinbase, for instance, it's like you have all these big players are able to get in at 250 bucks. And but by the time like you and me are able to buy something, at, it's already at 400 bucks. So just that whole crypto space in general, I love it because it's like, we're the early players now institutions aren't able to get into this space that early but nfts in general like i'm all for it me personally would i personally buy like a digital piece of art i've seen some dope shit like all these cards and stuff like these top shots but i don't know if if i'm ready what if the what if the the bryant family drops like an nft kobe piece bro i don't know what it would be like his first training sesh or some shit i don't know like a video or something you copping see that's what's i know bro i thought i don't got millions of dollars in the bank to throw <laughs> a fucking a kobe nft dude <laughs> but They're like ernesto's like you you take doge <laughs> <laughs> i have some doge spare some doge um, <laughs> yeah dude ernesto i totally agree man that's like such a great way to put it um yeah and like you mentioned like um these big players getting in early um, another thing too is like how uh, these big time traders keep can keep trading once the market closes like overnight uh, us retailer traders small traders we can't um, and 
like you said, crypto never closes. It's 24 seven. Um, and just like, yeah, that whole fact of it being decentralized, you know? Um, yeah. Yeah, man. It's definitely well, making it, waves. Well, let's talk about, let's talk about like the powers that be, right? So why is it that we can't trade after hours like instantly and other people can, do you, do you know why? I so, think it's just money wise. Like, I think if you have big money, like maybe you might be able to like, cause you're an institutional investor, but it's like the small retail guy. I just think it comes down, call me ignorant, but it's like, they don't want to see us winning. <laughs> like, yeah. I think that's what it comes down to. So it's like at IPO, I can understand that. Like if someone's buying a million shares, they get a discount and buy like Coinbase at 250 bucks, as opposed to me or you, we're buying like, let's say a hundred shares of Coinbase. Yeah, that's that ain't shit compared to like what these other big institutions are. They're like, yeah, yeah your money's nothing. So yeah, that's a, that's actually very true. And I would even say that yeah, like you said, they don't want to see us win, but it, more so like they just want to remain dominant and in control of the situation, right? They want to milk it for as much as they can before they open it up to everyone else. Yeah, which is kind of fucked, and it's like a backwards thing way of thinking. It's it's super fucked, and this just been going on since the beginning of time bro people yeah have always fucked everyone else and yeah i love that uh there's like opportunity for us to 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 bounce back and and fight back and shit so and that's what's amazing about like our generation it's like i don't know about you guys but like my parents have never invested in a stock in their life like they have their 401k but they have no idea what the fuck is going on and they just check it like every once a year like oh it went up this year oh it went down this year because it's like they don't teach us this in school but it's like now we have the power of youtube our phones it's like you could learn what you want to learn mm-hmm. yeah. i do my my parents invest in shit Dude, no, <laughs> no, that, yeah that's such a good point man and it it is like just access to the internet and then i know people everyone hates on robin hood like or as of late with or at least with that whole like GameStop story and i get that but Robinhood's also like introed so many people into stocks, you know, like, Oh yeah, absolutely. It's, like, it's a good way to get in and just like learn and just those baby steps of like growing, or I guess build that foundation for your um, investing because like what back, back in the day, like what do people do? They like had to call like a broker, pay a broker Fidelity, fee, yeah. and then okay. like read them. I want a hundred shares and blah, blah, blah. And then, you know, it's just, yeah, no, absolutely. Like, so like, yeah, like they've introduced a, that's how I first got introduced. I don't use, I kind of use Robin hood. I moved on to like Weeble, but, um, I don't know that shit. Vlad did is criminal, dude. He should be thrown in fucking prison. Who? <laughs> like Vlad, the CEO of Robin hood. Oh, what? okay. Okay. Cause of that GameStop stuff. And he did the same shit with freaking Bitcoin the other day and Doge. Like you weren't able to buy it, but you're able to sell. Like my brother kept continuously trying to buy this shit. Oh, I think I Everyone saw Everyone on Twitter. The volume was super high, right? Yeah, but it's like you wouldn't experience that problem with like Charles Schwab, Fidelity, or anything like that. But again, like uh, to agree with Daniel's point, like he introduced like so many people into the world of trading because it's so easy. Like I would compare Robinhood to like an iPhone. Like anyone could read a chart. It's super accessible. Like there's a button on the bottom right that says trade. You want to buy, you want to sell, everything. As opposed to other platforms, it's difficult. So yeah, kudos to him for the platform he made, but that shit he did was criminal. Okay, yeah. let's talk. Let's talk about that too for people that don't know well, what exactly went down. Actually, it's probably a refresher for me because I I do remember people talking shit about 
uh, how they approached the GameStop thing. It made it seem like they sided with the with the brokerage or, or um, brokers, I guess. But like, yeah. what else happened? So, so they sided with this. Oh, you want to talk? No, you, you can do it, Arnesa. I, I just wasn't sure. Yeah, you can go ahead, man. Uh, so they basically sided with like the institutions. So these institutions are getting short squeezed. Like, look up short squeeze. That's like a whole nother topic. Yeah. And they were they're basically getting it's fucked squeezed. by the little guy for like the first time ever. And Robinhood essentially made it so people weren't able to buy GameStop, but they could only sell it. So obviously a stock goes up when tons of people are buying it and it goes down when tons of people are selling it. So if only people are, say only 10 people sold GameStop, but that's the only trade that happened that day. No shit that the price is going to go down. So people weren't, they basically didn't give people the opportunity to buy. And that, Mm -hmm. that kind of screwed up GameStop from there. Like it lost traction. Like it, I honestly think it probably could have hit a thousand dollars that day if it continuously stayed like that. That'd have been nuts, bro. I definitely think so too. Yeah. Yeah. So like what happened was, um, that's how, uh, dude, they weren't even letting you like get back into your account for a bit. So, or actually, I don't know if just their system was like super like jam packed, but I was on Twitter and people were talking about how they weren't on their Robinhood for a minute. So they forgot their password and they're trying to log back in but they couldn't get their login email to buy GameStop. Oh my God. And that might've been just because so many people were on Robinhood trying to buy GameStop and they're just trying to pause everything. But um, there are so many loopholes that day to just try to even get into your account and buy it. And then once you get on, you get hit with that email or that notification, like you can't buy it. And what sucked was like, I got hit with the email and it had like 50 people, like it had 50 different stocks on a list of like a limit of how much you could buy. It's like, you've never heard of that anytime. Like, it made no sense. Like you could mm-hmm. only buy like 10, you could only buy like 10 shares of AMC. There was like this stock called genius. They could only buy a certain amount sundial. That was that weed one that got pumped up. So it's just like, I don't know. I just thought what they did was criminal and it's just like shitty for the little guy. Cause it, it scares people. It's like, you hear these like horror stories. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. There's for someone that wants, say someone that sold GameStop at 400 bucks, there was someone that bought that shit at 400 thinking it was going to go up but all yeah. that people could do was sell. So it's just like, you feel terrible for that guy. Like, Bro, I got a story to fucking tell you. <laughs> so there's this guy, and I don't know this guy personally, but I, I read a story about it. But basically this guy was reading about the hype of GameStop, right? So it was like surging super high. And they were like, oh, we're going to fucking win. Fuck these institutions, whatever, right? So this guy goes and pulls out a $10,000 loan. I heard this shit, dude. You heard that one, dude? <laughs> pulls out a $10,000 loan. Yeah. Throws it into fucking GameStop, bro. And it fucking tanks right after. <laughs> yeah. Hey, like, dude. Oh, I'm done. Uh, obviously, disclaimer, not stock advice, but it's like, yeah, dude, don't, but don't invest money that you're not, I don't know. Like, I invest with the thought, like, if this shit goes down 50%, like, okay, like, obviously, I'm be pissed, but it's like, I'm not going to be living on the street if this shit happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, and I don't even yeah. think that's, I don't even think anyone could come back to you like, Ernesto, what the fuck, bro? I invested all my shit. Uh, you should yeah. never, in my opinion, you shouldn't be investing with money you don't have, right? It's like, oh, to, of course. Like, kind of pay off credit with credit. It, it doesn't, it doesn't happen. So, and yeah. that brings us back to like the whole shorting thing. It's like these companies, these institutions are borrowing these shares so they, they could short them. Yeah. And it's like they're borrowing over 100% of the shares in circulation. I don't know. That whole shit's just like for a different day. But it's, it's just criminal. Yeah. Yeah. And, and for everyone listening, like shorting, basically, they were betting that GameStop would lose and the people didn't let GameStop lose and sort of 
kind of screwed them if you want to look into that story. But yeah, man. Yeah, it, it was such a wild day. Such a wild. Did you actually buy any or sell any GameStop? I traded options on GameStop. Okay. Do, do you want to talk yeah. about that? Like what options are just for like listeners? Yeah. So options, it's essentially like, it's kind of like betting. Like you either, you have a strike price. So it's like, let's say GameStop's at 200 bucks today. You'll have a strike price for, let's say a month from now, two months from now, three months from now. So it's like, okay, I think June 1st, GameStop's going to hit $300. So the closer the date, the, the cheaper it is. Cause obviously time is what it is. Like time is your biggest friend. So as opposed to me buying a contract for GameStop to go up in December, it's gonna be more expensive because that gives me what eight months from now for it to hit that price. So as a price goes up, your option, your contract goes up. So I buy a contract for GameStop, let's say, so one contract's equivalent to like a hundred shares, like a fraction of a hundred shares. So I buy a GameStop contract for a thousand bucks and each share is worth $10. So 10 times a hundred, a thousand. So as the price is going up, say each contract is worth 15 bucks now. I literally just made $500 profit like that. But again, like options, it's super risky because you can, that's where you see those like crazy returns. Like when you see those Instagram people like, oh, I made a thousand percent return. It's like, I believe it off options, but you could lose that shit like that too. Damn, dude. It's like, it's not like, it's not like stocks. It's not like buying or selling a stock where it's like, the only way you're going to lose everything is if the stock goes bankrupt and hits zero option. If it doesn't hit save, I'm like, okay, it has a $250 strike price by June 1st. If it never hits that 250 and I don't sell that contract before that, I just lost that thousand dollars or I invested in. Mm, gotcha. Damn dude. And, and what makes like you- super simplistic? I'm sure like, I know that's not the best explanation of it, but that's like super short. <laughs> yeah, man. And, that, and that's essentially what this podcast is, dude. Like, um, Rob and I always talk about that. Like, we're not here to like teach everyone. We're just trying to get the spark, you know, and then you yeah. keep that flame going. But, um, um, yeah, dude, that, that's so wild. Um, I actually had a friend, um, I won't say his name, but his free stock on Robinhood was GameStop and he cashed out <laughs> when it hit 300. So he I know got- who you're talking about. I know that friend. Okay. I saw yeah. it on Instagram. Yeah. Yeah. That was cool. that, when I saw that, I was like, what? That's so lit. <laughs> yeah. That's hella dope yeah man yeah. but um dude, it's crazy we, we we like have we know a lot of people who invest low-key like we had david yeah. garcia on not too long ago shout out david he fucking came on yeah me and him, about investing too me, me and him talk a decent amount he's a man dude david knows nice. what he's talking about yeah Definitely. yeah yeah he's been investing since he was 18 bro that's fucking nuts yeah he has like a slightly different approach than me. He's like super like long-term, which I respect because it's like really safe. And it's like, that's how you make like really good returns. Me, I'd say like, I'm more so like swing trade. So it's like, if I see something on a dip, I'll hold it for anywhere from like a week to like three months and then play it from there. So Dude, that's a what, good point, bro. I think, Oh, go ahead, Daniel. No, go ahead, man. Finish your thought. I was just going to say, I feel like I'm more long-term as well, but yeah, I don't know, dude, because I the way I see it is like I, I feel like the investments I've made have been some pretty safe bets, you know, and I feel like they're going to continue to rise over time. So I think I'm uh, talking about shit like Apple, Moderna. I invested in Moderna a long time ago. Um, fucking some other ones. Well, uh, GM. GM has been popping because of their electric cars, bro. Uh, yeah. But just shit like that, you know, like th- those type of 
uh, stocks that I have, I don't really plan to trade those or sell those anytime soon. So, I mean, I guess I'm playing the, the long game, but I definitely see the hype in like selling shit, uh, taking advantage of the dips and selling them, making some profit. That's the That's safest like, way too, dude. Cause it's like, yeah. say if you're going to invest a thousand, say if you keep a thousand dollars in the bank, five years from now, your thousand dollars is going to be fucking what? A thousand, 10 bucks with the return that they give you. <laughs> Holy shit, bro. <laughs> positive yeah. money <laughs> yeah as opposed to like you put a thousand bucks in apple i could guarantee apple's gonna go up probably at least 50 percent yeah yeah that's it. so true man dude i'm scared to pay tax I'm, I'm scared for tax day bro this I'm is fine dude this I'm is fine. the first this is the first time that i'm gonna have to do taxes because like i i feel like i really started investing like february march of last year like where I'm really okay. like, okay, I'm fucking putting money in, dude, you know? And yeah. so, and so now I'm just like, fuck, I know taxes asks about like, yo, do you have any investments and shit? And I'm going to be like this doge count. I don't know. <laughs> I'm going to try to figure out a, oh, a workaround or some shit. I'm going to be like, doge well, isn't a real stock. <laughs> <laughs> Crypto's interesting, dude. Crypto, crypto work is different. That's what I'm kind of scared about too. Like with Ethereum, because I plan on holding Ethereum to like 2030, dude. Like that's my long-term play. Yeah, let's talk, let's talk Ethereum, bro. So Ethereum is like the second biggest crypto. Oh, uh, sorry, crypto, yeah, cryptocurrency right next to fucking Bitcoin. But no, I feel like no one gives Ethereum much love, bro. Look at the price of it. It's still like in the in the early thousands. And I feel like yeah. the value that Ethereum has, it should easily be over 10k, a hundred percent. A you can do so much with it with ethereum you know what i mean so yeah i mean i guess what what are your thoughts on ethereum why, why do you fuck with it so much all right so like how i would compare it I, I don't know what podcast it was that i listened to but this is the best comparison i've heard so it's like bitcoin's obviously like what digital gold right so yeah. gold is just essentially like a stored value you don't go to mcdonald's like oh, i'm gonna pay you with fucking gold just how yeah. like no one's ever gonna buy anything with bitcoin essentially it's just a stored value of cash yeah. Think of Ethereum as kind of like oil, like digital <laughs> oil. So oil is act an actual substance that people use. It has tons of value and you actually use it. Ethereum's that platform where it's like you actually stuff apps and stuff are going to be built on this platform. It's going to be a super game changer. Like just yeah. Facebook, Instagram, like you have like Zynga, for instance, like they're the ones that make the games. Facebook is essentially the Ethereum for like apps like Zynga. So I just think Ethereum just make life super easy because it's going to end up going from the producer to the user. There's no middleman, no in between. You have the smart contract. You have everything that's right there digitally and instant. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, know. I think. Yeah, yeah. Just to echo that, um, I heard that too. Like that, there's just so much more that you can do with Ethereum right now. And like, I know like a lot of these like Bitcoin um, lovers say Bitcoin will get there. Um, but dude, yeah, something about Ethereum, like, I just feel like, you know, how like with maybe there's a wrong way to look at it, but there's always that one brand that's like top dog and just like a brand name, you know, and then there's another brand like that's kind of below them, but they're like innovating and adding new features and just like making moves. It's like Nike that's, Adidas. Exactly. I was just thinking that bro. Nike Adidas, hundred percent. Exactly. And that's sort of how I see Ethereum Bitcoin. And I, yeah, I heard that example too, with the oil and the gold. And that's just so true. Like you can just look at it right now. Like nfts the only thing i i know of that you can use is ethereum 
and then like ethereum's already making its way to ethereum 2.0 you know and just like people are starting yeah. to stake their ethereum to do that and yeah man i just i agree with you man ethereum's gonna hit like big numbers and it's being slept on in my opinion right now a hundred percent i think i don't know i was adamant that ethereum to like 10k by the end of the year but i think that's a given now like it honestly hit that shit by june a lot of people that i'm listening to are saying like 20k by december like oh, dude. i don't yeah, know I'm dude seeing, i'm really excited like, i'm seeing i'm seeing fat numbers from reports bro for sure even yeah. with doge even with doge and ethereum and bitcoin and doge i'm hearing could hit fucking 10 bucks dude like if doge dude. hits 10 bucks you guys see me on the vince thomas bridge and don't hear from me bro <laughs> you know why <laughs> dude but you bought back in bro so you're gonna be fucking popping soon if that shit yeah, takes off again. Yeah, but dude, yeah, so but <laughs> dude, if you didn't know, let me say this. You could have a Kobe NFT. Yeah, dude. Let me tell you. Let me tell you this, bro. So I bought Bitcoin back in like 2016. And I tell you Daniel this all the time, bro. It breaks my heart when I log into Coinbase because I mean I didn't even buy much to be fair, but I think I had like one or two hundred dollars worth of Bitcoin back in 2016. And if you look at how much it was then. Dude, it was like 400 bucks. That's half a big Dude, that probably. Oh my God. Dude, so I, so, so, so because it was my first time investing and I didn't know jack shit about investing, as soon as I seen the numbers start to dip, I was like, no, I'm losing money. I was like, fuck it, I'll take the L. My bad. I was like, I'll take the L and lose 50 bucks rather than lose the whole hundred. So I pulled all the yeah. money out and I, and, and, and I go into Coinbase to this day and it says Bitcoin sold fucking ethereum sold i even had mm. litecoin back in the day bro litecoin fuck sold. bro <laughs> i sold it all dude oh, i wish man. i wasn't such a skeptic dude i was like i was like the biggest bitcoin hater i was like this shit's stupid like, yeah same that, and that's how most people were dude most people are fucking kicking themselves right now yeah everyone yeah. was like what are you buying like what is it exactly and just questioning everything and not actually trying to find yeah. out the info dude but now dude, i'm all on Dude, now I'm all on board. Now I, oh, I'm I literally 100% just, on board. Dude, I just, just talked to my company the other day. I was like, yo, can I just start getting my paychecks str- transferred straight to Bitcoin? <laughs> Are they with it? No, nah, I'm just joking. I didn't fucking do that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, yo, I'm seeing this come in as USD. I need it in BTC. Can, yeah, make can I happen? get Ether? <laughs> <laughs> can I get some Ether? Spare some Ether, please. Yeah. I love but, them both, though, because they could coexist. It's not like they're competitors. Like, they're two completely different things. It's just, like, they're, they're 100% coexist. And Ether already has so much ground on, like, the next competitor. I'd say, like, Cardano and, like, Polkadot are probably, like, the ones that are trying to break into that space. But I think, like, the lead is just too big on Ether. That Ether has a 3-1 lead right now. <laughs> I don't even know what those are, bro. What the hell is Cardano Car- and Polkadot? They're cryptos as well, but they're kind of like going to that whole smart contract kind of thing as well. Mm. So they're trying to, they're like little leeches off fucking Ethereum. They're trying to eat too. Straight from the teat. Straight from teat. Yeah. But (laughs) yo, Arnesto, man, it's been solid, dude. Um, Thanks for joining us. Um, We definitely have to bring you back on, dude, and just talk about Ethereum when it does hit 10K. I'm sorry, 100K. We'll talk. We'll talk at the end of the year when Ether's at 20K, dude. We'll look back like, fuck, we were right. Yeah, yeah. dude, we'll, we'll be celebrating with our Kobe NFTs. Um, we'll, be, yeah. we'll, we'll be wiping our mouths after eating dinner with $100 bills. Like, <laughs> <laughs> dude, dollars? What? <laughs> <Ew>. <laughs> physical, physical money? <laughs> yeah. 
Um, yeah, man, do you want to do a shout out or tell people where to find you or plug something to our 100 followers? Uh, follow me at underscore underscore or nasty. <laughs> I occasionally oh, no. post like plays and stuff, but I don't know. Probably we'll start up a separate Insta like for actual stock trading and stuff because I love it, dude. Dude, you yeah, know a lot, man. You know yeah. more, more than fucking I do, so definitely do it, man. Yeah, man, you definitely know more than Robert. Shut the fuck up. <laughs>